Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. I am excited to share the Word of God with you today. I've entitled today's message, Turn Up, Called to Shine. Come on, help me say it. Turn Up, Called to Shine. Now, I believe with all my heart that God is calling you to shine. God is calling you in this moment to live a life that's beyond what you've experienced. And I'm believing today that the Word of God is going to ignite you, get you ready to turn up. Okay, so you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this thing. I want to look at Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 today. This is Paul writing to the Philippians, and he is the man with the plan. So let's check out verse 12. He says, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover. Verse 13 says, I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I love this scripture. Verse 14, I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. So let all who are fully mature have this same passion. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires... God will reveal it to them and let us all advance together to reach this victory prize following one path with one passion. Let's pray. God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for how powerful it is. And I pray that today, everyone watching online as we gather in our homes to gather together, to do life together, that your word would change us. God, that we would be focused on what you're saying to us today, that we would not be distracted by the things that are going on around us, but we would tune into your voice. So God, I just pray right now that your presence would saturate us, let your word change us, that we could become the change in our world. We love you, God, and we trust you. In your name we pray, amen, amen, amen. Well, I love Paul's word here, and he starts off by admitting something to the church of Philippians. He says, hey, I believe right now I am not at the place I want to be. I'm not at the current state that I am pursuing. There's a level, and I believe this with all my heart, that God has a level of living that is greater than what you're living right now. He has made you to be brighter, to shine greater, and God has destined you to step into this life that is beyond what you're experiencing right now. And it's time. God wants to turn up the volume of your life. Are you ready for this life? Paul says, hey, I haven't arrived. And therefore, there's somewhere I am going. Hey, can I encourage you? God has a place that he is directing you. He's taking you to. And it's a life 
of abundance. I love what Paul says. He says, the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, I run with a passion into his abundance. I don't know about you, but I want to live in a life of abundance. My great-grandfather was an incredible man of faith. He was a man of prayer. He was a prayer warrior. My great-grandfather had a garage full of crutches and wheelchairs, just stories of what God did through his prayers. And God would show up and do miracles, signs, and wonders. It was incredible. People were healed of sickness. They would rise out of wheelchairs. People were raised from the dead. Oh my word, God was doing so many incredible things. He was living a life of abundance. Can I tell you, I have seen incredible miracles in my life. I, we have a manager that has all the miracles of our family, and we've seen some incredible things, but I have not yet gotten to the place where I want to be in Jesus. I have not gotten to the place in my prayer life where I am seeing 100% miracles take place with my prayers. That's a, that's a mystery that I am in the middle of pursuing. I want to be in the abundance of God, and I believe with all my heart that God is calling you to that same life that life of abundance, that life where we experience all that he is. And in the middle of what is going on in our country today, I truly believe that God is calling us as his children to step into a life where he is magnified. A lot of things going on in our world and a lot of chaos is happening. And in the middle of that, it's easy to magnify our problems, to magnify the situation, to magnify where we are currently, but I truly believe that God is calling you to pursue something greater, that this is a specific time destined for you. I don't believe that God made this happen for you, no. But do I believe that God is causing it to work together for your good because he loves you? Absolutely. I believe that God has a specific plan for you through this. I don't believe that he made this happen to you, but I believe that he's gonna help you get through it. And so we have to look at, hey, what are we pursuing? What are we going after? Paul goes on and he says, hey, I'm forgetting the past. I'm forgetting the past. Basically, what's done is done and it's over. It's time to move on. And there are some of you that you have a past that has been creeping into your present. You have a past that keeps trying to creep into your future. There's a past that's trying to follow you and be a part of every stinking moment of your life. Paul said, hey, I know I got a past. I know I got something that happened in the past that I might not be proud of, but I am stepping into my future forgetting what happened. Can I tell you that God wants you to step into a life of freedom? freedom from your past, freedom from the shame that came with that past, freedom from the feelings that you've had because of what's happened to you, what's what you've done to yourself. God loves you exactly where you are, but he wants to take you into a new life where that is not a part of your current story. Can I tell you that your past is just there to remind you what God can do in you and through you? And God wants to take you into a new future. I remember when I had this VW Golf. This car was the bomb.com. I love this car. It was little. It was black. It had this little short shifter. And it felt like I was on Fast and Furious when I was driving this thing. And I remember I wrecked this car. 
and it was one of those wrecks that was in slow motion. You know, have you ever been a part of a experience where you're like, this is literally, I can see everything going so slow. That This is how it was. And my car was like, it was like an explosion, right? We got out of the car, realized that the engine fell out of my car. Okay. I don't know if you've ever had that happen. And I don't know if you know anything about cars, but that's not a good thing. Uh, mechanic showed up and that thing was totaled. Insurance company cut me a check right then and there. That thing was long gone. Now, the beautiful part was I had a check from the insurance company that gave me the right to find a new ride. And here's the deal. Jesus paid the price for you. He's already cut the check for you to step into a new life. But some of us, we sit in the rubble of what has been wrecked. And you sit in, in the, the total life and you think, this is what it's all about. This is what I have. Yet Jesus paid the price on the cross so you didn't have to stay there. He paid the price on the cross so that you could step into a life of new, a life of freedom, a life where you are leveling up, where you are going to the next level in your walk with God, where you're going to the next level in becoming alive in Christ. And I truly believe that today he is inviting you into this life. He's inviting you. He's already paid the price. He's already cut the check. And he wants you just to step in freely. You see, when Jesus rose from the dead, he died for your sins. But not only that, he rose from the dead. And when he did that, he was basically saying, hey, nothing you put on me can overtake me. I have overcome everything. Nothing was too much. Nothing cost too much. I've paid the full price. And today is an invitation to you to step into that fullness of Christ. Even if you have said yes to Jesus, maybe there's some other parts of your life that you have not yet come alive in. Maybe some things you keep going back to, you just keep circling around. Let me tell you today, there's a new car to drive. There's a new future for you to step into. There's a new life for you to pursue. And Paul says, I forget the past. What's done is done. It's time for me now to step into what God has for my life. And I believe that this is a day that you are destined to step into a new life in Christ, a life where you are coming alive, a life where it's turned up, where you are called to shine, not just be a part of life, not just go along with the situations that are happening, but to pursue him in fullness. You know, Paul knew that his good old days of Christianity wasn't going to cut it for where God was calling him to. And there, there's some of us that you know, the life that you're living now isn't cutting it for where God is calling you. It's not bad. It's just not what you're destined for. And maybe you've grown up in church and maybe you've been a part of religious family. Maybe your grandma prayed prayers over you, right? And you find yourself here today in a place of just kind of going through the motions. You're not fully alive in Christ. You're, there's no fruit out of your life. Uh, you haven't bought, brought anybody to Christ. You haven't prayed and seen miracles happen. You haven't had that life of experience of his presence and you're kind of just going through the motions. I'm here to tell you today that that is your old past. And today God wants to call you to a new future and it's totally for you. This is not a time for us as the church to sit down on our butts and do nothing. We have to turn up the volume 
It's time for God to use you and you to know the power of your prayers, the power of your words, the power of your love, the power of your serving. It's time for the church to rise up in this time. It's time to love our city well. It's time to turn up the volume of our prayer as to pray audacious prayers, to pray those dangerous prayers where we are stopping a virus in its tracks. The Bible says that those that are are called according to his purpose, if they'll turn from their wicked ways and seek his face, then you will hear from heaven and heal their land. I believe with all my heart that God is raising up a generation of interceders, those that will pray earnestly, those will find their prayer closets and get in and pray without stopping. Pray with a fervency that, that we get after his heart in this, that we get after his heart for those that are suffering from this, that we do not become a church that becomes silent, but we become a church that is alive to the purpose of God on our life. We are called to this, but we must learn from our past. You gotta learn from your past, but don't stay there. It's not something that you need to stay in. There are bigger and better days ahead. Your calling is waiting for you to step into. And I just feel like there's some of you that are sitting there and you know God's calling you higher. You just feel his presence drawing you in. You can feel something inside that says, I was made for more. Let me encourage you. That is the word of God in your life and it is drawing you deeper. It's time to go bigger. It's time to turn up because you were called to shine. Hey, look at your neighbor right now. Just tell him, hey, you were called to shine. Come on, tell him. Say, hey, you were called to shine. It's time to turn up. This is a time where God is calling his children to really step into a life of passionate pursuit. It's what Paul talked about. He says, I'm not there. I know I'm not there. And I'm forgetting the past but I'm pursuing a life of fullness in Christ, a life that is full of what he has for me. And he's calling me to a heavenly goal. Now this is gonna take both mental and physical discipline. This is gonna take, it's gonna be necessity that right now we get our act together that we look at this time not as a time just to sit down, not just a time just to watch Netflix, not just a time to plug into Disney Plus, and praise God for Disney Plus, but this isn't a time just to sit around and do nothing. We have got to activate our love. We've got to activate our power. As Christ followers, as ones that are in relationship with Jesus, we have to pull on our authority and say, we're going to bind things on earth that are already bound in heaven. We're gonna loose things on it. We're gonna loose some miracles on this earth that are already loosed in heaven, that he already said, you can have it. Let's go for it. And this is a time where his church has got to come alive. We as a family have decided during this time to start P90X. And so we are working out together. It's a family thing. We all get up kids get all their outfits on and their shoes and we come downstairs and we get on P90X, get our weights out, get our yoga mats and we go for it. As a family, we've decided that this is a time we wanna stay active. We wanna stay growing. We wanna get stronger. We wanna get better because we believe that God is calling us higher. And in order to do that, we gotta stay mentally present. We gotta stay physically in shape. We gotta be going for our best life. Not settling for a life of, that was a hard 
few weeks, you know, that, that was a really hard time for America. So we kind of just sat around. No, no, no. This is a time we got to press in. Can I encourage you in this time? Get disciplined. Find some things you can go after. Find some goals you can set for your life. Find some things that you can chase and pursue and say, God, I want to spend this time going deeper. I'm going to read the word of God more. I'm going to pray more. I'm going to spend this time that I usually would be going all around, hanging out, gathering with other people and going to work. This is the time where we can spend really diving into what is God saying to us? What's God saying to you? What does he want to speak to your family? What does he want to speak to you to call you to? And I have to believe that with all the chaos that is usually in our, in our life, with all the things that are pulling for our attention, now is a critical time that we need to look at and say, this is a specific carved out moment where we can really take to grow. And what is God calling you to? It's something that is beyond us, right? And there's these specific moments in our life where we can't see the value of it until afterwards. And I pray that this isn't one of those times that you would see right now. This would be like a wake up call. Uh, just an alarm bell that goes off. Say, you know what? I can't settle where I'm going. I can't settle for what I'm living in. I can't settle down. I need to level up. And so I want to encourage you today. Don't settle down. Level up. Aren't you so thankful that God loves us exactly where we are, but he has so many higher things for us to step into. Come on, somebody. I know you're excited. I'm excited that God doesn't leave us where we are, that he pursued us, but not just to keep us where he found us. He takes us into a life of purpose, a life that is alive in him, a life that is full of power. He said that we don't have a spirit of timidity, no spirit of fear. I know you probably heard that scripture so many times these past weeks, as you've heard all of us grab onto that promise and that principle that God did not give us a spirit of fear but he gave us a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. And we're stepping into that boldly, knowing that that's what God gave us as his children, that with a relationship with Jesus, it comes with it. It's something that comes with this life in Christ. And so we step into it boldly, knowing that this is the life we were made to live. Right now, we are practicing social distancing. Usually we'd be gathered together but we are listening to our government authorities counsel in practicing social distancing. And this will work. We've seen it happen in our history. And you know, if you fall in the right age bracket, you haven't experienced something like this before. But the beauty is we can look back at history and see that this works. There's another pandemic that hit our world called the Spanish flu in 1918. And this thing hit like wildfire. Almost 100 million people died from this flu. But what flattened the curve was social distancing. And so we're practicing that and we're learning how to do life like that. And this has hit our world hard. It's a new way of normal right now. And we're trying to find that normal. We're trying to find ways to gather and ways to be a part of each other's life. But can I just define for you what social distancing looks like for us? Because we're gonna get through this time. We're gonna get through this season. This isn't forever. We're going to end up on the other side. We're going to be better because of this season that we have. But in this time, as we practice social distancing, let me define what that looks like for change. Let me define what that looks like for church in general. Social distancing looks like FaceTime calls. 
Okay. Can we gather in person? No. But can we FaceTime? Absolutely. I'm so grateful for technology and the ability we have to continue to be with each other. Even if it's through a screen, we're gonna make it happen. That's how we do life together. I wanna see your face. I don't just wanna talk to you, I wanna see you. So we FaceTime call, we text scriptures. This is huge. We need the word of God right now. There are those in your circle that need God's word. They need to hear the truth. In the midst of every word that's out, they need the word of God because it is final. It breathes life. It speaks hope. And we are the hope of the world. We are the hope that this world has right now. Christianity is the hope. And so we have to give that freely. So it looks like text messaging. It looks like calling someone up just to check in on them, just to love on them, just to pray with them, to say, hey, how are you doing? How's everything going? How, how's life right now? How's your new normal? As we walk through this journey together, we need to connect with each other. That's what social distancing looks like for the church. It looks like inviting someone to watch online with you. I know it's not normal right now, but this is the greatest time of invite for the church. This is the, the easiest time to invite somebody just to come online with you, to share that chat room with you, to share that experience with you where you hear the word of God and you're inspired and, and ready to go for your week, ready to have that hope that you can share with others. This is a time where we have to be intentional about connection, but it's a time where we are treating social distancing. We're not distancing ourselves spiritually. We're gonna connect spiritually. Yeah, we're social distancing, but we're gonna connect spiritually. We're going to gather spiritually. We're going to build each other up in faith. We're going to build each other up in hope. We're going to build each other's spirits to say, hey, you can do this. What is God calling you to do right now? We're going to be intentional about it. We're going to step into it and take it on. Level up, turn up, because we were meant to shine. Paul talks about this heavenly goal, this heavenly goal for his life, and let me just talk about the heavenly goal for you. Because sometimes we set goals for ourselves and we do this like at the beginning of the year, you probably did it for 2020, you set goals for your body and your mind and how many books you're gonna read and what you're gonna be like this year and you're gonna stop smoking or stop drinking and, and all this stuff we put out to say, these are our like resolutions for the year. These are our goals we wanna step into. But a lot of times we set goals on our human ability. And so we look at life, we look at the way that we live and interact and the way that we pursue things through the lens of humanity, which isn't wrong. I mean, hello, we're human. But Paul talks about this heavenly goal that's beyond what is humanly possible. It's a supernatural level for our lives. And this is what I'm talking about today, that we are called to shine, but it's not in a human way. It's not in just doing good. It's so far beyond that. We are countering what's happening in the world through darkness and evil. We're countering it with light and good. We are the hope that is shining in the darkness to shine out the darkness. And I look at it like this. Sometimes we settle for our human goal setting, right? And so all we have is what we know. All we have is what we've experienced. But God is calling us to a higher level of living where we see miracles happen in our world, where we pray and see things done, where we love in a way that casts out all fear, 
that we drive love to be complete in those around us. When you step into that life with Jesus, when his favor's on your life, you get new eyes. You start to see things differently. He starts to give you this faith and this hope that you can step into a new life in him. And it's that power where you're like, you know what? I'm gonna say some audacious prayers. I'm gonna start praying in the power of God on my life. And I'm gonna start praying against this virus. I'm gonna pray healing for our land. I'm gonna pray healing for those that are being affected by this virus. You know what? I'm gonna start loving my neighbors because I know that my voice counts. My voice is my weapon. And I step into that power to speak life and hope into my neighbors. Speak life and hope into those. You know what? I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give more than I've ever given. I'm going to be generous and and go even beyond tithing because tithing's good. But God, I want to step into a life of generosity. And some of you, God's calling you to sacrifice, not just to give, but to be that sacrificial giving where you're used as an instrument of God, where God is activating you, where you are activated in faith, where you're living a life that is adventure, nonstop. You're stepping into a life where you're bringing heaven to earth. That's what you're meant to do this higher way of life, this higher way of dreaming, this higher way of goal setting. And Paul said, hey, I forget the past. I am stepping into this life that God is calling me to, this heavenly goal for my life. And there's a heaven goal for your life. There's a heaven level that God wants to take you to. It's a higher way of thinking. And right now, we can't afford to start living in a mindset of earth. We can't start living through the lens of an earthly mindset. This time especially is so dangerous to start thinking earthly. We have to think heavenly. We have to get into the heaven thinking club. Come on, somebody. You gotta get in there and think like your creator. Think like the one who designed this thing. Think like the one who has all power and all might. Start thinking with his thoughts. What does he want done right now? And I think that God wants to use you to get it done. God sent us to get it done. And that's why we're here. That's why we're the church. And this is a culture of prayer. We as change are a culture of prayer. We're a culture where we believe in the power of prayer. We believe in the power of Jesus. And we speak that life everywhere we go. We speak hope into the world. We are the light and salt of the world. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 21 says, those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for noble purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. Hey, God is calling you into a life where you are cleansed of the past. Some of you today will step into a life where you will cleanse yourself of the latter. Say, you know what? That is not for me. I am set apart. I am called higher. I'm called to a higher level of living. And you are going to be cleansing your your past. And and the Bible says that when we cleanse ourselves of the latter, when we say, you know what, that was our past. I'm I'm not going to have that a part of my present. And I'm not definitely going to not have that a part of my future. Then we cleanse ourselves and make ourselves usable. And the Bible says that you can step into a life for noble purposes, a life that is used by God useful to the master where he can say, I know how to use you right now. I know how to help the world through you. It's going to take you not only cleansing yourself from the ladder today, making that decision to say, Jesus, cleanse me. 
because he already paid the price. He already, he already counted the cost and cut the check. So you're already paid for. Your sins are already forgiven. It's only for us to come in and decide, hey, Jesus, wash me clean. Make me new. Help me to step into this life of purpose in you. But then it's that decision to stay clean. For even of us who have been following Jesus for a while, to make that decision to say, you know what, God, I want to keep myself clean. Right now is a time more than ever that God is purifying his church. He's purifying his children so that we can be ready for what's to come. We can be ready to pursue his presence. But it comes out of being a life of righteousness where we're pursuing God. We're pursuing what he has for us. Cleanse of the latter. Be made ready to be used for noble purposes. I was reminded of an incredible word that comes from Isaiah chapter 60. Starts in verse one, it says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness will cover the earth, and deep darkness the peoples, but the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Hey, I believe with all my heart that this is a time where God is causing the church to shine brighter. God's causing his children to shine brighter. And though it may look different, we're not gathering in churches, gathering in spaces, gathering in comedy clubs to meet. This looks totally different. We're activating our prayers. We're activating the way that we serve our city. We're activating the way that we give generously and selflessly because it's who Jesus is. And he's calling us as the church to rise up in this time, turn up the volume and shine. And what light does is it eradicates darkness. And when my kids are afraid at night and fear tries to creep in, I go and we pray and we, you know, talk them through it. But one of the biggest things we do, turn on the bathroom light. Let that light shine in. And what that does, it eradicates the darkness. There is no argument of who's going to win. When you flip on light, it eradicates darkness. And I believe with all my heart that God is calling us as his children to banish the darkness. Come on. There are some that need to rise to that calling to shine in the darkness, to shine bright for all to see. And when we walk away from our past and walk into his future, we walk into a life of shining bright. And where we go, darkness can't stay. Where we are, hope is alive. We speak life into every situation, every life, every home. And we do this intentionally. And right now, God is calling you. God's calling me to rise up as a child of God, to use our power, to speak life, to pray with somebody, to light them up, to, to speak life into those situations that are right now full of darkness, full of chaos, full of fear. And it takes our words, marrying with the truth of God, marrying with scripture, marrying with things that we can profess and prophesy over our generation, over our neighbors, over our coworkers, Right now, you've been given a sphere of influence and God is calling you to rise to the occasion. Say, what is my part? How can I turn up? God is inviting you to level up. In fact, if you wanna level up in your life right now, would you just put a plus sign in the comment box right now? 
Come on, just let people know. I want to level up right now. Just do a little plus sign. Just let them know. I, I'm, I'm going to go to the next level. It's time to level up today. We are saying yes to that invitation to step into a life that is fully on, fully active, ready to go. Did I want you to know that right now we are not backing down. We're going to intensify our prayers. We're going to intensify the way that we gather online. We're going to intensify the way that we reach out to each other. We're going to be intentional. We're going to go after. We're going to level up. We're going to light this place up because that's what God called us to do. Today, I want to invite you to step into that life. Step into that life that's fully alive in Christ. To step into that life that is fully active, that is pursuing the abundance of God. Because I believe that God is right now in the midst of darkness, in the midst of chaos in this world. God is calling you specifically by name to light your space up, to light it up with the love of Jesus, to light it up with generosity, to light it up with serving, to light it up. And right now is the time where God is calling you to do things that are beyond your ability. They're beyond you. And we have to step into this life knowing that God is for us, knowing that he has everything already planned out. He has everything ready for us to step into. And so I want to invite you to step into this life of adventure. Come on. This is your time. God has destined you for this. And he called you even before you were born. He called you by name. And he wants to do something incredible in your life. If you say today, I would love to say yes to that invitation. Maybe today you're saying yes to that invitation means starting a relationship with Jesus. And I would love for you to click on that button today to say yes to Jesus. Our team would love to pray with you and help you in that next step of pursuing this life with Christ. Let me tell you that now more than ever, Jesus is alive and well, and you need him in your life. If you are not in a relationship with Jesus, let me encourage you today, push that button, walk this journey. See how good God is. The, in fact, the Psalm says, Oh, taste and see how good God is because David had tasted of him. Can I tell you, I've tasted of Jesus. I've tasted of who he is. I've had him in my life and he's incredible. And I want you to experience that relationship with him. And for some of you saying yes to this invitation means pursuing him even more. Maybe you're sitting there and you are currently just going through the motions of life. Maybe you haven't fully activated your prayer life. Maybe you haven't fully activated that life in Christ where you're loving others, looking outside yourself. Maybe it's time that you pursue generosity and maybe you, you tithe and, and maybe you do that obedience, but maybe it's time for you to step into that life of sacrifice, that life of giving even more. And this is a time more than ever where me and Ashley are saying, hey, how can we give? How can we serve? Because we know that this is a seed planting time. We are seeing God move in amazing ways, but it happens through us. You are called for this. And I want to invite you into that life. So if you say, hey, yes, I want to receive Jesus in my life, would you click that button? And if you're sitting there and you're saying, hey, I want to step into this life with Christ where I'm fully activated, where I turn up, where I'm called to shine and I walk in that today. If that's you, would you pray with me today? I want to pray over your life and pray that God is alive in you. That today you turn up, 
that today the volume is all the way max and it's time to step into that life of purpose. So let's pray together right now. Jesus, I thank you for all of those that are watching this stream. And God, I thank you so much for the decision they're making today. God, I just pray for those that are making that decision to say yes to a relationship with you, making you Lord and Savior of their life. God, I pray that they would know that you love them so much and that right now they would feel your embrace. And then no matter what has happened in their past, no matter what anybody else has said over them or what experience they filter you through, God, today they would feel the genuine love of the Father. They would feel your love embrace them. And God, I thank you that you forgive their sins and that today they're making that decision to step into a life that is fully free free of past shame and regret because you paid the price and free to walk into a life of purpose. And God, I just pray for those that are activating their faith today to say, God, I want to step into a life of depth. I want to step into a life of faith filled prayers. I want to step into a life of generosity. I want to step into a life where I'm pursuing you, God, the heavenly goal for my life. I want to level up. I want to take that next step. I want to take that next step into what you've called me to. God, I just release that, uh, just that boldness in their life to make that decision, to take that step, to really pursue a life that is fully activated in you, God, that they would see your hand at work. God, they would start to see miracles in their life. They would see the favor factor on their work and on their pursuits. God, that you would be all about them. Right now, we just release such a peace, God, over our church, over those watching this stream, anybody that just might've clicked on by accident even. God, I just release a peace over their home. God, that you would invade their space with your presence. Your spirit would be alive where they are. They would know that you are God who sits on the throne. And no matter what's happening around us, we can fully trust in you. God, we love you so much and we trust you with all that we are. In your name, we pray all of this. Amen. If you made that decision to follow Jesus, hey, let somebody know. Reach out in the chat. Reach out to a host. Ask for prayer. Do something to activate that celebration because we would love to do life with you, to help you in your pursuit of being alive in Christ. It's incredible. It's a life that you'll never regret stepping into. And if you activated yourself today and say, I want to step into a life of heavenly goals. I want to turn up the volume of my Christian walk. I want to turn up the volume with my relationship with Jesus. If you did that, let me encourage you, activate it today. Don't wait. Today is the day. Step into that life of pursuit. Uh, activate your prayer life today. Give online, give generously, step outside of the box. Uh, be one who prays audacious prayers. Reach out to somebody and love on them today. Serve somebody, buy their meal, uh, do something to activate that today. Don't wait. This is a day where God is calling you higher and it's time to get in a habit to mentally prepare, physically prepare, and spiritually prepare. Step into a life that Christ made for us. I love you so much and can't wait to hear the stories of what God uses you to do in this time. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.